People have been asking, and it is finally here. My next live event called Work On Your Game Live will be taking place February 3rd and 4th, 2023, here in beautiful, sunny Miami, Florida, where it's 80 degrees and sunny every single day. If you want to get in person the live game that I talk about here on this show all the time, the mindset, the strategy, the accountability, the execution, meet me directly, work with me directly for two full days. If you want to meet other like-minded people who are serious about working on their game, Go to workwhenyourgame.live, get your ticket to the event. It's two full days here in Miami. I will see you at Work When Your Game Live. Again, that is workwhenyourgame.live. Get your ticket to this event. This is an event that you do not want to miss. If you want a reason to travel to Miami in the middle of the winter, if you want a reason to invest in yourself for your personal and professional development, you want a reason to take your game to the next level when it comes to your mentality, your strategies, your plans of actions, your systems for executing, and getting things done so you can produce results in this results-based business we call life. Go to workonyourgame.live, get your ticket, and I will see you at the event. Wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out. And leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, every day, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. What makes a group valuable is the fact that not everybody can get into it. Stayallday.com. Stay exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has, relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach too. Hey you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game, DreOldJay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when. The success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself. It's going to make things happen instead of wait for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is offending people is not a bad thing. Yes, you heard me correctly. Offending people is not a bad thing. Doesn't mean you have to go out and try to do it, but doesn't mean you're doing something wrong when you do. So we'll get into that in a minute. Before we do that, let me tell you, I want to have a daily motivation text message. I send this out free of charge every day. But let me tell you what this message is going to do for you. And I'll remind you of the social proof of what it's already doing for thousands of people every single day is that it's keeping you focused, sharp, and on point. So if you're the type of person who would like to be focused, sharp, and on point every single day, Here's one way you can do it. I mean, you got other options, but one way you can do it is to get my daily motivation text free of charge straight to your phone every morning. So text me at my number, which is 305-384-6894. And every time I send out that daily motivation, 
and it's called daily motivation. So I think you can surmise how often I'm sending that out. You are going to get that message straight to your phone. Second thing, if you have not yet claimed your free copy of my book called The Third Day, The Decision That Separates the Pros from the Amateurs, this book is all about how you show up and give your best effort when you least feel like it. If you want to be that person who can do that on call, go to thirddaybook.com. The book is completely free. All you're going to do is cover the shipping. Go to thirddaybook.com. Third thing, if you are a business person who is serious about increasing the income in your business and you want to do it through systems and process, not by luck and hope, go to workonyourgame.net. Watch my free 45-minute training. I'll tell you how it's done. All that said, let's get into our topics. Offending people not being a bad thing. Now, I've talked about this in detail back in episode 1364, where I talked about rejection marketing, how, yes, we know about attraction marketing, which is when you say and do things that are designed to attract certain people into your world. Then there's rejection marketing. When you say and do things that that are designed to reject people out of your world, not everybody, but the wrong people out of your world. You want to get the wrong people out so you get the right people in. All right. That's what rejection marketing is about. And I want to go deeper into this here today to let you know that if you are saying something or representing something or doing something that some people are offended by, that's okay. As long as you're clear as to exactly who you're pushing out and who you're drawing in. All right. As long as you're doing it strategically, this is a perfectly fine thing to do. So let's get a definition of this word offending. All right. To offend someone means to cause to feel upset, annoyed, or resentful. So today we're going to talk about this a little bit more and help you understand that if someone feels upset, annoyed, or resentful, first of all, You can't make somebody feel that. So actually, I have a question about this definition. I'm not going to reject the definition because we respect the dictionary over here working your game, but you can't make another person feel anything. So this definition is a little bit questionable because I can't make you feel upset. I can't make you feel annoyed and I cannot make you feel resentful. You choose to feel those ways. Now, I could do things to provoke it. I can do things to contribute towards it, but I can't make you feel anything. I can only do what I do. How you choose to feel about it is 100% up to you. That is under your control and under your discretion. So go up to your discretion. So this definition, uh, I got to question a little bit, but the definition is a definition. So today let's talk about this a little bit more. Point number one, topic once again is offending people is not a bad thing. Number one, remember the concept of divide and conquer, which means what? When you're going up against any entity that you're going up against, if you can divide that entity, meaning they do not have all their forces concentrated at one point, then you give yourself a better chance of winning. So we're talking about a group of 10 people. If you can divide them into factions where you have half the people arguing with the other half of the people, you got a better chance of winning than if you go up against the whole 10 and they're all united for one common goal. Get what I'm saying? Or if you're going up against one person and that one person has all of their focus on defeating you, it's easier to beat them if you get them to focus on anything other than defeating you so that they don't have all of their forces concentrated on one point. Anytime you can divide The forces of any entity that you are going against, you make it weaker and thus easier to defeat. So this concept of divide and conquer applies to groups of people and also applies to individual people. Any of you as individuals, whenever your focus and your attention is divided amongst multiple things, you are not giving your best effort to any one of those things because you're dividing your forces amongst multiple things. You can't give your best to anything if you're not focusing completely on that thing. When you put total focus into one thing, you give your best possible effort to it. Doesn't guarantee that you're going to be successful at it, but you give yourself your best possible chance at success when you are fully focused on one thing at a time. You try to focus on more than one thing at a time. You are dividing your energy. You're dividing your focus. You're dividing your attention, your most important investments. Therefore, you can't possibly get your best out of it. And you also run the risk of overwhelming yourself because the human brain is only capable of focusing on one thing at a time. So when you try to focus on more than one thing at a time, you are setting yourself up for failure. At best, you're setting yourself up for mediocrity. So keep in mind that people, human beings, we don't like to be excluded from groups. 
But even though we don't like being excluded, you have to keep in mind that every time you exclude someone from a group, you're also including someone else. See, the only reason you can exclude somebody is because you want to include probably someone who you're looking for or someone who you're not looking for. And this is why divide and conquer matters. People who get included love the fact that they are included simply because a bunch of people are excluded. See, what makes a group valuable is the fact that not everybody can get into it. And there are different ways to you know different ways to raise and lower the bar for who can get into a group and who can't get into a group. But what makes a group valuable is the fact that not everybody is a part of this thing. This thing of ours that we have going here, not everybody can be a part of it. That's what makes it valuable. A group is not that valuable if anybody can get in it. But it's very valuable if certain people get in it and they know what it takes to get in it and everybody on the outside knows what it takes to get in it. That's what makes the group valuable because other people, they start to get that FOMO. They want to do what it takes to get in it or try to become what's necessary to get in it. And not everybody's going to be allowed in. That's what makes groups valuable. That is divide and conquer. That's division. You're dividing up the population and saying, all right, this select group of people can be in this group and everybody else cannot. And you can conquer that way. You can at least conquer the minds of the people who want to get in your group. And you also conquer the minds of the people who are outside, who are striving to reach what is necessary to get inside of a group. When I was in college, for example, as an athlete, I mean, any of you who played a sport at school, it used to be in high school, especially at the college level. And let's just say, especially at the college level, those sports teams are in groups. The sports team is an in group. Why is it an in-group? Because not everybody can be on the team. And it's not like nobody cares about the group because when we have games and any of you who plays the sport, when you had a game, were there people who came to the game to watch you play? Yes. Why? Because there's interest that is drawn from the fact that that team has a game and that team being part of that team is something. Even if you're on a team and don't even play, even if you don't get in the game, you could be on a football team and you never play a snap. You can be on a basketball team. You never play any minutes, never score any points. But the fact that you have that uniform and when they say the basketball team, you're a part of it. You're part of an in-group that not everybody can be a part of. That group rejects other people. Everybody can't make it. When we had basketball at my school and college, we had tryouts every year. And a bunch of people tried out, but only a few people made it. Now, 12 to 15 people on the roster, 30 people tried out for the team. And then you no know, hundreds of people came to watch us play. Everybody can't be on the inside. People who are included love the fact that they're included that much more because they know that not everybody can make it. This is why participation trophies are complete garbage, because nobody gets excluded. See, the value of a trophy is in the fact that not everybody has this trophy. But if everybody can get a trophy, then who the hell cares about the trophy? Trophy's worthless. So when you're deciding who your audience will be and you're defining your tribe, you should not try to appeal to everyone. You should purposely decide who are you excluding when you define your group. You don't want everyone in your audience. And if you try to have everyone in your audience, you can never build a deep enough relationship with the people who do decide to get in. And the people who decide to get in, how valuable of a relationship can you build with people when you have a group that anybody can get in? There's no bar they had to cross. They didn't have to jump over any bars to get there. I mean, what value do they really have to you? I mean, let's be honest. It is part of our natural wiring as human beings to want to be part of a group that not everybody can be a part of. This is the us versus them dynamic. It is a real thing. And you should be using this in your marketing and in building your audience. When you're building your relationship and you want to build a deep one with a certain group of people, you need to clearly define who is in the group and who is not in the group. If you have a group that's only for women, for example, or a group that's only for men, that is a clear division. Do you say that your group is only for people who are, maybe you say your group is only for people who are actively practicing a certain religion, or your group is only for people who are married, or people who are above a certain age, or people who are from a certain location. Those are clear divisions. They matter because they work, which means 
you should have them. Any group that you're building, make it clear who this is for and who it is not for. And it can be things that are demographic and objectively measurable. And it can be other things like you know, mentality, mindset, approach, way of thinking, all of those things. But you want to make clear divisions. And it doesn't mind if you offend some of the people who are being excluded because they're not part of the group anyway. Point number two, today's topic, once again, is offending people is not a bad thing. Number two, make people choose a side. Don't let people play defense when it comes to building your audience. Sometimes your group is not decided based on, as I said, objective black and white things like age, marital status or where somebody is from. Those are things that you can see on the surface and you can pretty much black and white observe them. Sometimes your group is defined by things that people have a choice amongst, like they can choose to do this or not do it. Like most of what I do here on this show is not based on I don't say the show is you got to be this height or you got to be a basketball player or you have to be a business owner or you got to be a male or a female or you got to be from this neighborhood. I don't say that. My stuff is things that all of you have choices. Everything that I talk about on this show, when it comes to who I'm talking to, there's a choice that any individual can make or can choose not to. So theoretically, anybody could be part of the in group at work on your game. Anyone could be. But the way that I lay things out, some people will be offended by things that I've said and others will be happy that I'm saying. them. But these are choices. Uh, You weren't born that way. You chose that. You chose to think in a way that aligns with the way that I'm thinking. So I'm making people choose a side. And again, key word there is choose a side. So when I say things like victims are not allowed here or we don't accept excuses and participation trophies are garbage, that boys cannot decide that they're girls and girls cannot decide that they are boys and that everyone has a right to share whatever they want, even if I think they're complete idiots for having the opinion that they have, but they have a right to say it if they want to in America was the land of free speech. What am I doing when I say those things? I'm drawing clear lines in the sand and let you know where I stand. And since working your game is me, where I stand matters. And I'm drawing a line of who's in and who's out. And if anything that I just said offends you, this ain't for you. And you can find your way to the nearest exit. I'm letting everybody know clearly. Those are choices, though, because somebody could change their mind. Like somebody could think one way about these things that I just said today. But they could change their mind next week and decide they want to be part of this in group. Or they could decide that they're in now and decide they're not in tomorrow. They got a choice. But I'm making the lines clear what it is. So drawing those clear lines in the sand lets people decide whether they're in or they're out. And if people disagree with the things that I've said, then they'll probably be out. And I'm okay with that because what I just told you on point number one, I'm okay with excluding some people, even if they happen to be offended in the process of being excluded, because what do I care? I'm not in the pleasing people business. I'm in the conversion business. I'm in the making money business. I'm in the results business. I'm in the performance business. And I would guess that most of you who are listening to this, who are still listening after what I just laid out, Those are the businesses that you are in as well. So I'm not worried about somebody who's not in one of those businesses because we're not on the same page anyway. We're not even trying to get to the same place. So you, when you think about you building your audience, any of you who is an audience builder or in the process of building an audience, you need to think about what are the traits of the people who you want in your world and what are the traits of the people who you don't want in your world. And you should get really specific and clear about what these are to the point that you can lay them out, that you could speak them out loud, that you can put them down on paper. So everybody knows what is accepted around here and what's not. Because if people don't know, then you have confusion. And when people are confused, they usually don't take action. So if you want to move people to action, you have to make it clear exactly what's going on and what's not going on. Moving on to point number three. Today's topic, once again, is offending people is not a bad thing. Most people, and this is especially important for those of you who are audience building, any of you who are selling anything where you are you know, marketing and branding yourself to where people can kind of observe you and get a feel for you before they make a buying decision. Most people are way too tentative 
and way too sensitive when it comes to marketing and selling themselves. You are being way too timid about it. Also, when it comes to expressing your opinions about what you really think and what you really believe, I would guess that the kind of things that I am willing to say out loud on this show and put it out to the public where you know, hundreds of thousands of people can listen to it every single month, I would guess maybe about five to eight percent of the population are willing to say these kind of things out loud, especially if you're saying something that you know the maybe the people around you or your family members or you no know, quote unquote the mainstream may disagree with. Many people are not willing to do that. And the main reason for this is that many people are simply afraid of offending people. Not because you don't have the opinion that you have, it's not because you don't have real reasons to stand on it, is because many people are simply afraid of offending someone else. And they don't want to deal with you know, whatever may happen if you do offend another person. And listen, I'm 100% get it. That's one of my reasons for existing in this marketplace is that uh, you won't say it all out, I'll say it all out. All right, so you just listen to my show and you know, share it out to other people when it comes out. If you could do that, then, then we're good. What usually happens is as people get older and become less concerned about pissing people off, they usually remove their filters or something happens that causes people to stop caring so much about other people's feelings and they become more open about their feelings and more open about their own opinions because they're not as worried about other people's opinions. Or other option is neither one happens and people spend their entire lives never actually expressing who they truly are, what they really think, and they just take all their opinions with them to the grave. Regardless, in actuality, our fears of how other people will respond to what we think, say, and do are largely exaggerated compared to what actually happens. All the things that you're concerned with, the what might happen, how somebody might react, what somebody might say, if you were to put your real opinion out on topic X, Y, or Z, usually we exaggerate what other people's reactions will be compared to what their actual reactions are. Most people, if you're timid and sensitive about offending other people, other people are timid and sensitive about letting you know that they're offended. So everybody's kind of holding back at the same time. So often what happens is people use threats of how they may react to you to try to control you. But when they realize that their threats don't work, then they back down and let you be who you want to be, and do what you want to do. I've seen this happen a lot over the last five to seven years. The people pose threats to you and tell you uh, all the bad things that will happen to you and what's going to come to you and how people are going to react to you if you put out the wrong opinion or continue to believe in the wrong thing or say the wrong thing over and over again. And when people see that that works to shut you up, they'll just keep using it. They will use fear against you to hold you back from being who you want to be or saying what you want to say. But on the other hand, if you show them that that will not work and you can't be controlled by fear, then they stop trying to use it against you. All right, people only use weapons against you when they know the weapons work. Uh, when it's clear that the weapon doesn't work, they stop using the weapon because it's ineffective. All right, human beings respond to incentives, folks. So if someone knows that they can scare you out of your life, they will keep scaring you out of your life. But when they see that they can't scare you out of your life, they leave you alone. And they come up with another way to you know, maybe dismiss or ignore, not pay attention to you, but they're not going to keep trying to scare you if they realize that their scare tactics are ineffective. Because human beings, any human being who has control of their mental faculties responds to incentives. And if they're doing something that has no effect, they stop doing it. Threats usually work with people because many people live their lives controlled by the fear and anxiety over what might happen to them. And most of the stuff that you're afraid or anxious about happening to you never actually happens. With that said, let's recap today's class, which is offending people is not a bad thing. I talked about rejection marketing in episode 1364. 
So let's talk about why offending people is not necessarily bad, especially when you are audience building. Number one, concept of divide and conquer. The value of a group is in the fact that not everybody can be in a group. So when you build your group, you should make it clear what it takes to be part of the group and also what is not allowed in this group so that the people who come in, this is for the people who are in the group, is so that they understand that this group is valuable. And what makes a group valuable is the fact that not everybody can be a part of it. This is why participation trophies are a complete waste of metal and plastic. They're probably made of plastic because they're so garbage. Nobody should put any real money in the building one. This is why participation trophies are a waste of plastic because nobody's excluded from getting a participation trophy. So who the hell wants it? Nobody. This is the us versus them dynamic. People like being part of something that not everybody's a part of. Number two, make people choose a side. Sometimes your group is not based on objective measurements. They're based on choices that people make. So make it clear what choices you're talking about. So when you say something like no victims allowed, no excuses allowed, no participation trophies, a boy can't be a girl. Well, you're telling people these are choices. These are choices that we have made as far as this group goes. And if you want to be part of this group, you need to make the same choices that we make. And if you don't make those choices, that's okay. but you can't be part of this group. And you need to be okay with some people being offended and some people being excluded from your group based on choices that they get to make on their own. Because again, your marketing of pushing people away is also marketing to the people who are coming in. They want to know they are somewhere that not everybody can be and for specific reasons. And number three, most people are way too tentative and too sensitive when it comes to marketing and selling themselves and when it comes to expressing their opinions. And it causes you to never get build a deep enough relationship with the people who are on the same page as you because you're so concerned with the people who are not. Understand, I don't know what business you consider yourself to be in, but I would guess if you're listening to this show, you're in a performance and a results business. And performance and results are based on you serving the people who want to be served by you. So the people who don't want to be served by you, these are probably the same people who will be offended by you or don't agree with you or don't like your opinions. Who the hell cares what they think? They can't help you perform and they can't help you produce results. So why are you concerned about their opinions? That's a good question for some of you to sit with and marinate on for the rest of the day today. And understand, if you sit around too concerned with what the people who are not even in your world think, then you're never giving your full attention and never really giving the people who are in your world what they need. They never hear you say what you need to say to let them know that, hey, this is the place for you. They're going to go somewhere where they can get that deep connection. But someone who actually has the courage to say it all out. So if you're going to be that person, be that person. All that said, text me to get my daily motivation message free of charge every day. My number is 305-384-6894. And those of you interested in increasing your income in business through systems and process and getting it done directly and clearly and measurably and objectively, go to workonyourgame.net. Watch my free training. It's 45 minutes at the end. I'll give you a link to where you can schedule a call to talk with me directly about implementing this into your business. Workonyourgame.net is the name of that link. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge. 305-384-6894.